Joel Nowak for Cancer ABCs. I want to talk to you about the best practices for treating your prostate cancer in the time of the COVID-19 virus. This virus has turned our entire world upside down, including how you can best receive treatment for prostate cancer. First, I want to say that just like before the COVID-19 era, your best plan to treat your cancer must rely on excellent communications with your oncologists or urologists. I just listened to an interview with Dr. Emmanuel Antarakis from Johns Hopkins Hospital. The doctor is one of the superstars in both prostate cancer research and in prostate cancer treatment. In the interview, the doctor described how the COVID-19 virus has changed his practice, or rather, I should say, how he has changed his practice in light of the virus. I'm going to share some of his comments from the interview because I believe that his overall direction should merit your asking your own doctor if his experiences might also be adoptable and productive for your own personal care. Please be aware that what I am sharing with you should be carefully discussed with your own physician. In no way is Cancer ABC's suggesting that any of these descriptions of how the doctor has changed his practice might make sense for you and your treatment. Overall, the doctor has converted as many of his patients as possible to telemedicine meetings, especially for ongoing routine follow-up care. Unless the patients have a real need to be seen, they are not seen face-to-face, but their meetings are either postponed or converted to a telemedicine meeting. He also cited the situation where he is treating a man on intermittent hormone therapy, or ADT. He will consider if there is any reason why this man cannot simply skip one injection of his medication so that the man does not need to come into the hospital. He pointed out that hormone recovery is not immediate, but will usually take a number of months, so skipping an injection might not disrupt his treatment. The doctor has also started using longer-lasting ADT injections in order to allow a man not to have to come into the hospital as often as they have in the past. For example, men who usually receive a three-month injection might now receive a six-month injection. For men who are still hormone-sensitive or still responding to primary ADT, and who otherwise would benefit from the early use of chemotherapy, if possible, he would now avoid the use of the chemotherapy. Instead, he would consider using an oral drug like Zytiga, Extandi, or Alita to avoid the possibility of negatively impacting the man's immune system, as well as decreasing the man's exposure and the staff's exposure to each other. The doctor did feel that for men who are castrate-resistant or no longer responding to primary ADT treatment, he would consider using chemotherapy. However, he said that at Johns Hopkins, the man would go into the hospital's infusion center and deal solely with the infusion nurse. 
Afterwards, the doctor would have a telemedicine call with the man instead of seeing him at the infusion center, again limiting potential interpersonal exposures. These changes in the doctor's clinical practice might not make sense for you or your treatment, but you might want to consider asking your own doctor if these changes might benefit you. Remember, one of our goals at Cancer ABCs is to help you develop better questions for your doctor. Through better questions, you too can become a cancer thriver. This has been Joel Nowak. Remember, while the COVID-19 pandemic continues, please follow the guidelines produced by the CDC. Stay at home, and if you do leave your home, please remember to wear a mask covering both your nose and your mouth. Don't touch your hands to your face. Wear gloves and always wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. 